This is a commentary radio program that finds fun, strange, interesting, weird stories from the internet or from the mind of the host or you, the listener. So turn up those earbuds. This is Breaker Breaker. Welcome to the Breaker Breaker podcast. You thought you were going to get away with not listening to my voice before the end of the year, but you were wrong. First up, it is Christmas Eve at the time of this recording. And what we're going to do today is we're just going to open up the Mac. I'm sorry, not even the Mac. (laughs) The Microsoft Surface. And we're going to just randomly open up Internet Explorer, and we're going to pick one article right there on the homepage, the uh, MSN or whatever they call it, Microsoft News page, and we're going to go right there. Are you guys ready? The first thing that I see that looks interesting, I'm going to click on it, and we're going to go for it. New Russian method to silent dissent, military service in the Arctic. Let's click on it. An article from the New York Times. Let's see what kind of fear-mongering we got going on today. Moscow, after trying a number of methods to silence the dis- dissident Alexei A. Navalny and his supporters, the Russian authorities tried something new this week. They seized one of his key allies, put him into the compulsory military service, and sent him to the Arctic. <laughs> oh, shoot, that's crazy. So, one of his buddies, they picked them up off the streets and they put them in the army, basically. <laughs> okay. Uh, Ruslan Shavadavinov, 23, a project manager in Mr. Naval, Navalny's Anti-Corruption Foundation, was detained on Monday at his apartment in Moscow. His cell phone SIM card was disabled. Mr. Navalny said, no, he couldn't tell his colleagues or lawyer uh, what was happening. Mr. Navalny's allies quickly raised the alarm that that night after it passed that Mr. Shavind, Shavind, I mean, let me guess, let me get this right. Shavidinov, shave, shave, that's how it, shaved, dinov, shaved dinov, that's how it's spelled, like shaved, like I shaved my face, and then they just slapped dinov at the end, so shavidinov, so there we go, that's how we say it, shavidinov, 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 Shevdinov, whatever, had gone missing and they found the door to his apartment smashed in. Okay, so basically it was probably, I'm guessing, the FSB, which is also AKA or whatever, AKA KGB from the 80s or 70s. The organization's lawyer and activists, many of them familiar with harassment by the authorities, braced to find Mr. Shevdinov. Uh, at the police station and even filed a missing person report. But on Tuesday, they learned that he was already 3,500 miles away in Novoya Zimla, a desolate, scantily populated group of islands in the Arctic Ocean, where he will serve uh, at an air defense base. <laughs> wow, dude. So imagine you want to talk about fascism. I'm really waiting for the actual fascism to. I say it like a like a turd to fascism. I hate the way I say the word fascism. Anyway, now I'll say it normal. Imagine this country actually being a fascist country, okay, with fascist dictators. 
we could be that quickly <laughs> dispersed into into the into the world dispatched dispatched of as i said uh let's just read on mr navalli is the most prominent kremlin critic in a country where open political dissent is rare and often dangerous blamed the man atop the kremlin hierarchy president vladimir putin looks like here's here's a twitter here's a twitter post from mr navalny the guy who got trouble looks like Mr. Putin himself drafted the plan to isolate our Ruslan. Wait, Navalny. Wait, who's the guy who got taken? Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Navalny, Nav- Nav- whatever his name is. Um, Naval. I can't say his name. Navalny. They just have like names and <laughs> Russian names where they just have regular old English names and they just add ni at the end. Like an NY or Dinov or Nov, like, or in, like the Kremlin. It's probably actually, that's probably like something in English, like Krem, like, or okay, maybe French. Anyway, whatever. Let's move on. So within a day, okay, here we go. I am impressed by the scale of the means of the efforts used. His SIM card was disabled. The FSB broke the door, he added, referring to Russia's powerful security agency. Within a day, he was taken on several airplanes to to Novoya Zemla. In other words, don't mess with Russia. Russia will mess with you. The the archipelago, with two main islands is an area of severe climate where even in August, temperatures rarely climb above 50 degrees Fahrenheit. About a quarter of its territory is permanently covered by ice during Soviet times. Um, oh, during Soviet times, it was a primary nuclear weapons testing site uh, for the army. The most powerful nuclear weapon was ever created, known as the Zar, the Tsar bomb was tested there in 61. So not only is this guy going to some crazy island where you don't get (laughs) it's basically just ice it's ice it's an ice island that's what it's got to be right because it says even in the summertime it's like barely 50 degrees not even 50 degrees and it might be a hotbed for radiation poisoning so there you go military service is mandatory in russia for male citizens who are drafted for one year Sometime after turning 18 and before turning 28, the conscripts, damn. So I could be, I remember one time I was poking at the idea of joining the armed services at like 27. I was still young enough to join, but then everyone told me, you're too old. You're way too old, crazy. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm in the age category. And people who have served already were like saying, no, no, no. Like you would be the old man. According to who? <laughs> well, the 18-year-old's dummy, because when you're 18, you're in your prime. You're like, I can do anything, right? But at 28, 27, 26, you're kind of like, I could do anything, but I'm going to double think it because that sounds stupid, right? <laughs> you can't, you can tell an 18, 19-year-old to go take a hill that's, you know, got a bunch of enemies up there, but you can't tell a 27, 28 26 or a 30 year old, hey, take that hill. Cause then they're like, I'm not taking that hill. I'll call somebody to do it. I'll call the 18 year old to do it, right? I was too old. Anyway, in this case, this guy, <laughs> he got jumped and pretty much drafted 
you know, well, yeah, drafted. That's, that's the only way we can put it. The conscripts are often sent to remote areas away from home where they are uh, subjected to brutal hazing and bullying by more senior soldiers. So that's got to suck for the senior soldiers, too, because they are the ones who are stationed there in charge of all these misfits, ruffians, or whatever you want to call them, uh, dissidents who got in trouble, who got smacked down. And they said, okay, well, I'm going to treat you guys like dirt because that's my job. <laughs> in October, uh, Ramil Shamsutinov, a Russian conscript, killed eight fellow servicemen at a military base in eastern Siberia. After the shooting, Mr. Shamsutinov told his lawyer that the conditions in his military unit were similar to the ones found in prison and that officers deprived him of sleep for days and forced him to clean toilets. URA.RU, a Russian news website reported. Oh, damn. So this guy basically went ballistic. He was like, oh shoot, I'm not cool with this. I'm in the middle of Siberia. This is like a prison, not a military installment. If you're gonna, you know, cut, induct me into the army. Let's do army shit. Not clean, not clean toilets. Let's go do army shit. And that's what he did. He did army shit, except he did it against his own peeps. Kind of messed up. So scared of the army's reputation, many young Russians tried to use all means available to avoid being drafted. Mister Sh- Shav <laughs> Shave, there's that name again. Shaved it off. Appealed to the military commission's decision to draft him in court arguing that he hadn't been properly examined by doctors. <laughs> there you go. Um, I got a bad knee. Uh, you guys didn't let me see the doctor. No, you are not seeing doctor. You are in military. In fact, we give you rank. You are now corporal. Okay, you go, comrade. Uh, I have a bum knee. No, you are in army now. You go. Go learn. March with your bad knee. Anyway, military, sir, here's a quote. It <laughs> looks like it's uh, Mr. Navalny. This is the guy who's getting people in trouble. Mr. Navalny. Imagine you're friends with a dude who talks a bunch of shit, and then you get in trouble because your friend's talking shit. <laughs> it's fucked up, huh? Military service has turned into a mechanism of imprisonment, Mr. Nav- Naval- Navalny wrote on Twitter. Uh, following Mr. Shedinov's induction, just a way to deprive people of freedom. Let's do it with an accent. Just to the, just a way to deprive people of freedom. It probably doesn't sound that old. Over the years, the Russian authorities have tried uh, a number of methods to silent Mr. Navalny and his allies. They have been jailed, fined, and attacked on the streets by strangers, and their homes and offices have been searched. In October, the country's uh, Min- Justice Ministry classified the Anti-Corruption Foundation as a foreign agent, a label often used a- to stigmatize anti-Kremlin groups in Russia. So there you go. That is insane. Who wrote this? Ivan Nepokuturo. So it's probably a Russian guy. Okay, guys, I am not a Russian, nor am I an actor for Russian. I literally clicked the link, or whatever you want to call it, the uh, MSN I'm going to hit home now and we go back. My thoughts on this article is that it was very interesting to see that um, there's real fascism in the world and we do not have it here. So that being said, uh, my takeaway is Russia is a horrible place to live unless you like Russian women, which 
you've been on Instagram lately, click uh, Russian model, boom, <laughs> boom. You'll know what I mean. Not that I do that. Well, maybe a little bit for research. Just research, 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 research. Here's another one. Let's go to celebrities. Miley Cyrus, Liam Hemsworth agree on divorce terms plus more news from the Wonderwall on, what is this? MSN, Microsoft News. I'm not, I don't think I'm gonna, I'm totally not even down for this. I don't even care about this, but I saw it, I clicked it. Miley Cyrus is, she goes, she goes hard, dude. She goes hard, you know what I mean? She's popping and blocking and locking. Totally, sometimes I, I like to read these, but not all the time. Cause I like to see like, what am I missing out on? What are the, what are the young people today? Uh, or at least the people who are interested in famous people who are rich. And then I come across this and I'm like, eh, eh. Do I really care? Do I really care about Hannah Montana? Do I? Well, for this, for this episode, I do today. Miley Cyrus and Liam Hemsworth have reportedly agreed on all the remaining details in their divorce one year after the on and off couple said, I do. TMZ reports, if it's TMZ reporting that they got it, that in spite of significant bitterness, that's a quote, that exists between them near the end of the relationship, they managed to agree on terms of their split pretty easily since they have no children and entered into a marriage with a prenup. Oh, well, that's good. Let's see, let's see if we can scroll around for the money. That's it? That's the article? So they'll be single in March after a six month waiting period? Liam, who filed for divorce in August, cited irreconcilable differences? That's the reason for the split? What? Wonderwall.com editors, that's who wrote it. Yeah, you guys fell flat on that one. I wanted to know like money. I wanted to know the details. I wanted to know how much money you were making or how much you were going to split up. Oh, but it's a prenup. So my money's my money. Your money is your money. So don't touch my stuff because uh, this isn't, isn't this Hunger, Hunger Games money we're talking? Yeah, Hunger Games. Yeah, don't touch my Hunger Games. I'm going to throw you in the pit and chase you around with mutated dogs and bees or whatever. Let's see, what else have we got over here? Okay, I'm scrolling. You know, as I look at this whole entire uh, home screen, being that it's uh, noonish Christmas Eve, <laughs> it's insane because all of this is Trump stuff. You didn't think I'd mention Trump today, did you? I did. So let's just go with not clicking on any Trump stuff because I don't want to. I'm bored with it. I get it. People like him and people don't like him, but that's not what I want to talk about. <laughs> but I do want to talk about some Christmas stuff here. Let's find, let's see if we can find some Christmas stuff. Actually, let's talk about something that I found uh, on my, on my Facebook recently, um, which I think uh, involves Trump. Yeah, actually it does. So it's, just it's Christmas right around the corner. And then somebody on this page that I follow decided to post so that everybody could see literally it's like within 24 hours of, of Christmas Eve, they're posting stuff about Trump, how the economy, this is all a lie economy. And then they put a, it's like a meme photo, you know, it's like, it's a meme uh, or whatever you want to call it. And they put, who's that dude who wants to give a thousand dollars to everybody? 
And it sounds great. If you're young, it sounds really cool. Like, $1,000? Woo! Asian guy. Uh, was running or still is running. Wang or Chang? <sighs> Let me see. Uh, Wang. I think it's Wang. Why wouldn't it be called Wang? Really? <laughs> okay, there's a lot of Wangs here. Uh, yeah, what's his name? You guys know who he is. Someone knows who he is. Anyway, hit me up on Facebook and you can talk trash. But it's the, it's the presidential hopeful. And so he has his picture with a bunch of little facts as opposed to the Trump facts. And I was just thinking like, why would you even go through all this trouble of posting that within like 24 hours of Christmas and Christmas Eve, like on Facebook? Is that what's on your mind <laughs> for Christmas? Like, really? Like, let's move on. Let's do Christmas, you know? So don't know why that like annoyed the living crap out of me. So of course, in true fashion, Dom Z had to troll and be like, you ruin everything. <laughs> so, why? Why? Why would you even post it? Why is that on your mind? Anyway, let's move on. Let's find it. Let's find Let's see if we can find like a heartwarming story. Here we go. This is how whales get so huge. Ooh, that would be fun, but I don't really want to do. F oh, here we go. Keep it different. No, no. Family pulled over while driving home from Disney World. <laughs> they got carjacked. Whoa. Oh, well. Nope, staying away from that news publication. We're not going to put that one up there. Um, uh, let's see here. Come on, guys. Come on. We got to find this here. Wow, I'm having a real hard time finding like a really good uh, article that's like an uplifting, like, whoo, like it's uplifting. Yeah. Like, really, there's no. Ah, here we go. Here we go. Good news. This literally says good news. Christmas ornaments survive house fire. Spread joy that flames can't destroy for North Naples couple. Okay. Judy looks forward to a November when she gets to take out her Christmas tree and dress it in ornaments that mean the world to her. She walks down memory lane every November. Her husband of 50 years, Albert, I'm sorry, Frank, said the ornaments, most of them, Irreplaceable, represent branches of the family uh, who are in their 70s have created. So they have a picture here of this old lady, like a gray hair lady. She's, I mean, sometimes I'm referred to as a gray hair lady, but that's not me in the photo. And here she is with her husband, good old Frank. Yeah, good old Frank and Judy. Okay, pretty basic names. And then there's an there's an ad right here for some lady with very big, never mind. Uh, let's see, the ornaments and Christmas tree are one of the few things that survived the fire that claimed the Al well, their last name is Alberos. Alberos home in North Naples in September. In the early hours of September, they woke to the dog, Angie, because we need to know the dog's name too. Then they heard neighbors pounding on their door. They escaped to the back door in the mobile home. Oh, it's a mobile home. Damn! Okay, so the mobile home caught on fire. They ran out. Then the fire people showed up. And firefighters found that it was Frank Albero's scooter battery that was charging, which caused the fire. God damn it. You and your scooter battery, Frank. After firefighters doused the blaze, Albero's learned that the flames did not reach the bedroom they used for storage. They were surprised to see that the fire or any of the water that was used to put it out did not spread to the back room. Yay. 
yay. So all of their ornaments that have family ties to them have been spared the fire. So there you go. That's a very happy, um, very happy story right there. I'm not going to read the whole thing because that's really, really long. Um, okay. Here we go. Kids fight off carjacker who tried to steal the family car. Kids, wow, let's do this. Here we go. The Chicago teenager, oh, well, Chicago, straight out of Chicago. Chirac, a Chicago teenager said her survival instincts took over this week when she and her younger siblings fought off a carjacker who stole their family's vehicle and allegedly threatened to shoot them if they refused to get out. He was like, get out, boo! This dude, or oh, this dude, oh, here's a quote from the, one of the kids. Ah, this dude just jumps in the car and looks back and I realize it's not my dad. So I go, who are you? 16 year old Imama, Imama <laughs> recalled in an interview with ABC's Chicago station, WLS. I was just scared for my life. I didn't know what to do. And he starts driving really fast going like zigzag pattern. I started yelling. I'm like, who are you? And he goes, get out or I'm going to shoot you. The terrifying ordeal unfolded on Chicago's north side at around 11.20 p.m. Sunday while Imama, her 10-year-old brother, and their 5-year-old sister were waiting in their f for their father to return from grabbing dinner. That's when the male suspect allegedly jumped inside and sped off. I was just scared for my life. I didn't know what to do, Imama said. I was in panic mode, like I wanted to cry, but I knew I had to do something that can help, she added. Oh, it's a girl, okay. Imama and her brother, Hasnain, Hasnain, God damn, what's going on with these names? Uh, said they fought off the thief by pretending to comply with his demands. Uh, they said they attacked him from the backseat of the Toyota Highlander as soon as they saw a chance. I said, I'll get out, fine. And then I started hitting him with the iPad, uh, Hasnain told WLS. My phone was dead, so I couldn't call 911, and almost added. I see my dad's phone in the passenger seat, so I, like, try to strangle the dude from the back because I was right behind him. <laughs> oh, I love kids. Uh, she said she managed to dial 911 with her father's phone while restraining the carjacker, who eventually jumped out of the vehicle and fled the scene. She said he got into a vehicle with multiple people inside. Police recovered the abandoned SUV a few blocks away from where it was stolen. Thankfully, the children were not injured and the Chicago Police Department said it was identified, it has identified four suspects and then it gives the name of all these suspects. So they all been charged with misdemeanors. And there you go. So that's a nice holiday. That's a nice holiday story right there for you guys. Kids fighting off carjackers. What's it come to when the world has kids fighting off carjackers? You know, it really sucks. You can't just leave your kid in the car unattended anymore. I don't think you ever could, but can't do it safely without repercussions <laughs> anyway uh let's see here and here's something that's dear to my heart due to the fact that i order from amazon all the time four rules about amazon return shipping you absolutely need to know so if you are on amazon or amazon prime or any of the amazon uh Here's a filthy plug. Go to my website, which is breakerpod.com or breakerbreaker.onuniverse.com and scroll all the way to the very, very, very bottom 
of the homepage and there's a little uh, little icon for Amazon. Click on that and do your shopping through there. Um, don't do your return sell. <laughs> bye, bye, bye. That helps the show, it supports it. If you think that's worth anything to you to hear my voice uh, as much as possible, I would definitely appreciate that because that helps. And also have a merch store, which I will be changing uh, pretty soon for next, for 2020. So I gotta work on that. It's been, been a little laggy. But hey, it's Christmas Eve and here I am. Uh, let's see what this article says. Four rules about Amazon return shipping you absolutely need to know. Don't forget, breakerbreaker.onionverse.com or breaker oh, breakerpod.com. Sorry, I had to change. I changed the name, breakerpod.com. So if you haven't been there, by the time you get this, hopefully it's up. And it's the same website. So, And I got some other stuff for you guys at the end. Um, if you are a creator I have, and you an iPhone user, I will shoot out a special message after this whole thing. So only for listeners. Anyway, it's your worst holiday nightmare. The gift you ordered from Amazon just in time for the holidays is the wrong size, doesn't work, or to your horror, isn't even the right item. Don't panic. This happens to me all the time, especially since I order almost everything, including gifts, from Amazon's scratch and dense listing on Amazon warehouse deals. Okay, so they show all these pictures of these broken up Amazon boxes, right? You already know that Amazon accepts returns, but what you might not know is how ridiculously easy it can be for you. Uh, be you know how to do it right. Okay, yeah, actually I have, <laughs> It's crazy because I actually have experience with this. I ordered a, I ordered quite a bit off of Amazon. In fact, I ordered this. I was all big into flashlights. Uh, like, I don't know, like eight nine years ago, just because I work nights, a lot of nights. So you need good lighting. So a lot of lights, like flashlights and lanterns and things like that. So I was buying like these really high end lights, and one of the lights that I had bought, a flashlight, it full on. Uh, like worked for like a day and then it just full on died. So I had to return it. So I basically had the same box. I typed in, hey, I want to return this thing because it's, and then it asks you for a reason and I give a reason and I said, hey, it's stupid, it broke. I, I don't even like it. I ordered the wrong thing or whatever the case may be. So I, they get you to print out a, a sticker, a tag, which is a, Basically, it's self, whatever, paid, whatever, you know, tag, and you print it out, and then you just slap it on the same box, tape it on there with some clear tape, put it back, put the product back in the box, and you send it back. That's how easy it was for me, but I don't know, for some other people, they may be ordering some crazy stuff online, so it's not the same. So, anyway, let's see what else. Exhibit A recently started offering free return shipping, so. That's because Amazon does its best to bury its easiest, most convenient, and usually free return option beneath the retail giant's preferred cheaper return methods. Okay, so let's see here. It has Exhibit A. Amazon recently started offering free return shipping through Kohl's, which now accept Amazon returns at its over 1,150 department stores locations. So that's the first option Amazon offers you. So you can go to a Kohl's, I'm guessing? Okay, maybe not. How about this one? This is supposed to be four things, right? Your refund method does not affect return shipping. Next, you'll have to choose how you want your money back. The quickest way is to receive a credit to your Amazon account, which Amazon will issue as soon as the UPS 
scans your return into its system. <laughs> That's funny. They use UPS, but they don't use FedEx. Ha! <laughs> so in other news related, FedEx and UPS had an issue where there was an article going around that said that Amazon wasn't going to use FedEx for the final week before Christmas, like that peak season that everybody goes through that's in transportation and retail. That right there, the uh, Amazon just said, no, we're going to block our users and third party uh, sellers from using that option, the FedEx option. So like the ground option, I guess. Um, that's what I'm guessing. So that's a lot of business that was lost for uh, FedEx. And they basically said, FedEx is, <laughs> no, they suck basically is what they said. In a, in a roundabout way, they said they had performance issues with FedEx and so they weren't gonna use them. They were gonna block every user who uses Amazon and they were just gonna like say, nope, we're not, we're not letting you do it. So we'll, we'll handle our own or we'll use UPS. So UPS still takes their, uses a lot of, or I should say, takes a lot of their business. Oh, let's see here. So the refund, blah, blah, blah. It still could take another three to five business days to show up in your account. Okay. Don't accept the default return shipping method. When Amazon asks you to select a return shipping method, Kohl's drop off will almost always be the default pre-select option, but it's not the one you want unless you need to go to Kohl's anyway, which makes sense. Kohl's and Amazon are in cahoots somehow. I don't know who owns what, I'm guessing Amazon owns them? No, I don't know. I guess I can Google that. No, I'm not. Uh, it's too much. Too much work. Let's move on. So to get the UPS pickup option, you'll have to scroll down and possibly even click on link that le reads something like two other return options. So when you fi finally see the option for UPS pickup, it should also show the cost zero bucks. So yeah, this is what I went through. Yeah, this cool little video right here. So all that's left is packing everything up and setting it out. So yeah, pretty self-explanatory. So it's easy to return. It'll give you a UPS some, uh, packing slip or whatever you want to call it, label. You slide it back on the box and you go back. I know I said four rules about Amazon's returns, but I get it. I didn't, I skipped, I skipped like two of them. It wasn't really that compelling of an article. So, uh, let's see here. We got, let's, like I said, we're just totally going crazy clicking. Um, Here's one for you. No, that's an ad. <laughs> so yeah, have you ever noticed that sometimes when you're scrolling around on the internet, the ad sometimes is a little bit better than the actual article? I don't know. Ooh, stars celebrating Christmas 2019. Yeah, I, I like the stars. I guess I'm just too old to be starstruck. That's the problem. Too stark. Yeah, I'm just way too old to be starstruck. Opinion, are you guys ready? Star Wars fans are angry and polarized like all Americans. So the New York Times likes to put out political junk to divide us. Here we go. This article has been revised to reflect the following correction. An earlier version of this article misidentified the director of the Phantom Mantis. It is George Lucas, not J.J. Abrams. Okay, so they put straight up. Uh, let's see what this girl writes. Okay, it's a short article. Has anybody out there seen the movie over the weekend star wars fans uh the star wars the the latest star wars movie uh what is it like the the last jedi no the end of the jedi or whatever i don't even know you know what let me let's google it really fast let's go star not starbucks 
Starbucks. The lot. The, oh, here we go. Showtimes of Star Wars. The Rise of Skywalker. Okay, Rise of Skywalker. Okay. I'm, I'm curious to watch it because I, I, missed, I missed a chance to see it and take my daughter. My neighbor had tickets, extra tickets, because his folks couldn't go. So I missed the... I missed the opportunity. He offered him, but I couldn't make it. So sorry about that neighbor. He's like, I'm moving away. I'm selling the house. I hate you. <laughs> no, he didn't say that. But yeah, he did. Anyway, like a lot of Americans, I have formative memories of my first exposure to George Lucas, Epic Tales, Space Rebels, Defeating the Planet, Destroying Empire. Okay, blah, 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 blah. Years later, I was thoroughly disoriented when I found out that the news that Star Wars was no longer a movie. It was a nuclear missile defense system described by Ronald Reagan at the most futuristic arsenal ever built, officially called the Strategic Defense Initiative. <laughs> Who is this writer? How old are they? Because that's pretty funny. And now Lee knew it. Okay. So this person is talking about Ronald Reagan's Star Wars. <laughs> if you guys know anything about Star Wars, not the, not the Star Wars of uh, the movies, but Star Wars like Ronald Reagan's program is exactly that. The Strategic Defense Initiative. <laughs> That's what they were calling it. So basically, Ronald Reagan wanted to like build lasers and be able to like shoot uh, ICBMs from, the, from space you know, out of the air. So like if Russia was gonna shoot a nuclear missile at us, Ronald Reagan would be the top of the list to hit the button boop, and the laser would shoot out from the sky pretty much I'm, I'm saying that like just in a really primitive way so but that's pretty much the the scope of it of Star Wars so it's funny that this person mentions mentions that so Mr. Lucas series about interstellar super weapons became a way of talking about American power in the world when Star Wars a new hope was released the Vietnam War had just ended and a traumatic ambiguity. Richard Nixon had resigned under the threat of impeachment. The old American dreams didn't fit our changed reality. Okay, I can already see where this article is going. So Star Wars became a new national mythos. It rebooted America's revolutionary origin story and liberty or death values using the tropes of science fiction. Now, however, <laughs> the movies no longer strike the same chord just as America's political system is falling into disarray again. Our cultural myth-making machine is faltering as well. <laughs> when I say faltering, this is what she's saying. Is it a female? It is a female, right? <laughs> That's the problem with using a, a Microsoft News. The, the, the person is Annalie, so it has to be a female, right? Anyway. When I say faltering, this is what she's writing. I don't mean economically. The Star Wars franchise is among Disney's most lucrative properties. But each new installment has escalated conflicts between fans over the everything and the characters that arcs to the diversity of its cast. Filmmakers are torn between catering to the base or the rabid nostalgia for the 70s and 80s movies. Yeah, basically, they're at odds with themselves. They want to make, they want to make the movies woke and super like PC and all that good stuff. But at the same time, they're like, well, we want to make it like the originals where it's not PC, where Princess Leia is all slaved out. Just saying. So anyway, The Rise of Skywalker, released last week, is a muddled and aimless homage to previous films in the series. Uh, is this your opinion? I think it is. It's countless callbacks to the older films feel like an effort to make Star Wars great again. 
Oh my God. This is good. You see where this is going? Though it does manage to deliver a few liberal sounding messages, call it the Joe Biden Star Wars movies. <laughs> uh, okay. I think we're done with this uh, article. I heard the movie sucks. Uh, my neighbor went and saw it and he said he liked it because it's Star Wars, but he felt that it was really rushed. I haven't seen it. I will like, I would like to go see it. So guys, don't send me any memes or anything that's a spoiler. I haven't even watched The Mandalorian. Everyone says The Mandalorian is the bomb, and that should be the new Star Wars. It looks interesting, The Mandalorian, but if anyone wants to send me their passcode for Disney+, Plus, uh, I'm all open to it. Let me know. You can hit me up on, <laughs> uh, on Instagram at the breaker breaker podcast that's the instagram go there or you can hit me on facebook that's also the breaker breaker podcast facebook page anyway that's it guys merry christmas that's all i got for you guys go see star wars it's in theaters now uh i hope you guys have a wonderful christmas thank you for listening uh, sorry i took forever but i wanted to throw my voice in here before christmas that way you guys can be completely annoyed and be like Play, play my voice on the radio and say, who the heck is this? What is this? This guy's lame. Or whatever the heck you guys say about me. I don't care. Just as long as you're listening. Anyway, guys, uh, shout out to some of the other podcasters out there that follow me on the Instagram. I appreciate some of the shout outs I got. Uh, Three Shots of Honesty gave me a shout out recently on one of their shows. Uh, shout out, uh, Travis and Monique. Um the bus down. If you guys want to hear anything about uh, sexy time stuff, the bus down podcast. Uh, really awesome interracial couple uh, over in what the east. I don't know wherever it's cold over there. Wherever they're at, and they got snow and jump. But that's probably why they're always talking about sexy, sexy stuff. So anyway, check them out. Also, uh, my good friend back east. Beware of strangers. Yep, go check him out too. And that's it, guys. Oh, can't even... Duh, Squawk Ident. Aviator Tony's site. He's like my neighbor. <laughs> He's right around the corner. Check his podcast out. His recent podcast was fire. They talking about. They were talking about crazy pilot training sessions where they had to write people off uh, on their certifications when they used to be flight instructors. And just madness ensues so he has a special guest over there check them out anyway if you guys like my show and you guys want to support the show go to breakerbreaker.onuniverse.com buy some stuff on the amazon link or buy some merch look out for all look out for any promo codes when you click on the links because there's usually promo codes that can discount the shirts we have shirts we have what are those other things uh tote bags coffee mugs beer steins uh, buttons, there's stuff in there. Go, 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 go. It's a Zazzle store. Uh, and stay tuned for the other message. If you're a creator, I have a deal for you. All right. So Merry Christmas and I will talk to you guys later. Hey guys. Hey listeners. Thanks for staying, sticking around to the end to hear what I had to offer you guys. So if you're a creator and you need a website that stuff doesn't come cheap it's usually kind of expensive when you start off it's free for the most play most most 
website builders are free and they but they limit you so what i did was i became a partner or an affiliate i guess you could say with universe uh, web builder and now universe is the first website builder designed for iphone and ipad so you can build the internet from the palm of your hand you can design edit and publish sites with an amazing drag and drop editor that feels like you're playing with building blocks so there's no code or technical mumbo jumbo required uh, you can just basically grab whatever content that's on your phone or even your instagram profile and you could just slap it right in there and boom you have a website so what i did was i hit them up and they they were offering a, a special program for creators to become affiliates and i got you guys a promo code so if you're down to you know use your iphone to build a website i got you 25 percent off okay so here we go i want you to go ahead and go to get.onuniverse.com breaker podcast okay i'm gonna repeat that get.onuniverse.com breaker podcast okay and it's free but as soon as you punch that in it's going to ask you for your phone number and it's going to send you to the app store then you download the app and then after that you can choose to just run the free stuff it's kind of limited i'm not going to lie it's limited so it's free but if you want to go ahead and you want to buy the pro version which i have i just upgraded and it is beautiful you have custom domain name you have custom email you can also have people subscribe to your email list and you can send them your own emails with whatever you want to write in there uh, you can update your your customers you can sell stuff it even has a shopify add-on so you could sell your merch to this on the pro version of this so uh, if you want to upgrade right from the get-go usually they're really expensive for a year but i got you 25% off discount code. Okay? So go ahead, go to get.onuniverse.com breaker podcast. And then once you sign up, and if you want to go ahead and go free, go for it. If not, you want to upgrade to the pro 25% off with the code breaker25. That's breaker25. All right, guys. Uh, don't forget to use that code. Try it out. Let me know what you guys think. And uh, hopefully this helps you guys out. So, and my recommendation is go for the pro. Go for the pro. You're going to end up doing it anyway. If you have a blog or you have merch you like to sell, anything like that. I'm just barely got the pro upgraded and it's pretty awesome. So I had the basic free one and I upgraded and boom, opened all kinds of windows and doors. So anyway, get there. Code is breaker 25 get.onuniverse.com forward slash breaker podcast and we will catch you guys in the next episode